Hello there, this is John Fanola. Thank you for joining me on today's broadcast of Sage Tribe Global Community. Today we'll be talking about um, business by grace. The anchor of scripture is from the book of Matthew 15, from verses 29 to 39. So I read in Jesus' name. And Jesus went on from there and passed along the shore of the Sea of Galilee. Then he went up into the hills and kept sitting there, and a great multitude came to him, bringing with them the lame and the maimed, the blind, the dumb, and many others. And they put them down at his feet, and he cured them. 31. So that the crowd was amazed when they saw the dumb speaking, the maid made old, the lame walking, the blind seeing, and they recognized and praised and thanked and glorified the God of Israel. Then Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I have pity and sympathy, and I'm deeply moved for the crowd, because they have been with me now three days, and they had, they have nothing at all left to eat and i'm not willing to send them away hungry lest they faint and become exhausted on the way and the disciple said to him where are we to get bread sufficient to feed so great a crowd a crowd in this isolated and desert place and jesus asked them how many loaves of bread do you have he replied, they replied, seven and a few fish, small fish. And ordering the crowd to recline on the ground, he took the seven loaves and, if, and the fish. And when he had given thanks, he broke them and gave them to the disciples. And the disciples gave them to the people. And they all ate and were satisfied. And they gathered up seven large provision baskets full of broken pieces that were left left over those who ate were four thousand men not including with the women and the children then he dismissed the crowd he got into the boat and went to the district of magadan okay so the word of the lord the most the most very the most interesting part of the story why i read was verse 32 and uh, 36. So, verse 32, it says that Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I have pity and sympathy, and I'm deeply moved for the crowd because they have been with me now for three days and they have nothing at all to eat. I'm not willing to send them away hungry, lest they faint and become exhausted on the way. Now, any business that you are involved in and compassion is absent that business cannot produce mark my word that business cannot produce to its full potential any business you do where 
for instance let me explain what i'm saying if you're doing business and you you say you know that what you are doing is not top quality and you are selling it as top quality that means you lack compassion you know any business you're doing and there's no there's no compassion towards the fact that the the people that will buy it are human beings like you you know any business you're doing that you're not reasoning that your product if shoddy can can affect lives can can kill someone you know especially if you're in the healthcare sector you know for instance i also want you to understand something very 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 important to this miracle in 36 it says as it was he took seven loaves he gave thanks then as he was breaking the bread the seven loaves of bread and the, and the fish he had to him as he was breaking it and giving it to the disciples it was multiplying it was more in, like literally before their eyes as he was breaking what he had in his hand he didn't finish it was multiplying it was increasing it was increasing to the point that they had about 12 baskets at the end of at the end of the day about seven large sorry about seven large baskets at the end of the day now what that teaches you about god is this if you are into business that you are solving you know a problem that has a huge pain point in the society god is obliged to bless you You know, and once you start, it's not even about you have something to start with. You, your might not be money. All you need is for you to start. Then you can be seeing the miraculous hand of God in whatever business that you're doing. So you are listening to me now. You have your fears about starting a business, or you have been losing that thought in your heart. You're scared about the uncertainties about all those things i've had to overcome them so i can tell you for free you know i started doing business at a very young age as, as a 16 year old i've had to overcome the inner shell and realize that the glory of the of the hand makes me to always ignore the risk because if you take a risk and you succeed people will people would come and study your success if you take a risk and you fail, you know how not to fail again. But people will think you are a failure, but you know you have a badge of honor that you know how not to how not to you know how you know what to do to ensure that you succeed next time. So basically why this is very very important is this in our faith there's been emphasis on grace and like the apostle paul put it you cannot make demands on grace and say that sin will abound that means that the fact that you are operating under grace does not mean that waste is allowed at the end of the miracle you saw how the remaining seven baskets was gathered and the disciples probably took it in their food bank for their own journey as well in god one of the things that depletes god's blessings in people's life is waste 
when God sees that whatever he has given you could be used for more than what you do with it he takes it away from you like the parable of talent whereby he who is given one turns it into two he who is given five turns it into ten he who is given three turns it into six you know with God the secret to sustainability is to ensure that his blessings don't waste so you see people who pray for his blessings and he ble- and he shows up with the blessings and they waste it thinking that and let me let me just clear people's doubt right now by the dominion mandate it says be fruitful jo- god's job is to make you fruitful his job is not for you it's not, his job is not to multiply your fruitfulness it is a responsibility of the person that he has made fruitful so it is your responsibility to sustain god's blessings god does not like to do a, the same miracle over and over again the same way instead he wants to give you a miracle he expects that you can multiply what was given as a miracle into a normal process that people can measure and say this is how this guy achieved this yes he had a big break or he had a uh, miraculous break or uh some people call it luck we call it grace was able to achieve something by measure of god's grace but what we feel to talk about is the fact that the multiplication and sustainability of that blessing is inched on the responsibility of the blesser of the of the blessed rather so you can say you are blessed by grace but how you manage your blessings determines if god would keep pouring more to you or it will take what he has given you away from you i have noticed it in my life even in this day in this hour that i'm speaking to you the more that i am optimizing what god has given me even on paper is enlarging the coast of my thoughts enlarging the coast of my reasoning enlarging the coast of how i see life so for instance somebody somebody achieves a success the first thing they are buying the buying is a car right and there's a rule to success if you can't buy that car 10 times don't bother buying it because if your business cannot maintain the car don't bother buying it uh-huh. so the reason why I said this is that who are you really impressing I'm just asking because Money is just a tool to give you leverage in life, to make your life easy. Some easy for show-offs, right? Some easy to exert um, oppression on other people. Some some use it for as an instrument to amplify their efforts in life, and which I feel is the most gratifying use of money. You know to. App- to amplify something, to amplify anything what you do, like you need money. So, how does this apply to business? You know, as long as you are a firm believer in God, 
there are two things, two principles you must take with you anywhere you go. Is compassion. Anytime you had compassion, you was able to solve a problem. That means that whatever problem that you agitate about, that angers you, you know, that you're now thinking about it's about how can you you know to the point whereby you get angry to the point whereby you are compelled to to think about solutions on it it could be where your money is tied and, and i shared with you two things now things that help you start a business is empathy you know um, compassion and awareness of your environment awareness of the needs of your environment those are the things that helps you to start a business what keeps that business sustainable is what you saw in uh, verse 36 that as it was you know engaging in the business processes it, it was continuous it, it, the success was continuous was continuous till the product got to every customer which is the fish and the bread and when they had surplus they packed it in a basket and put in a food bank for other people that they will minister to that could need food he didn't need to repeat that same miracle in that same journey again. They didn't even need to go and buy food again with their money. And Jesus did not perform that miracle every time. They were, remember the story of the woman at the Samaritan woman at the well. They went to buy food. While he was waiting. So, you know, the supernatural does not ignore the natural. Yeah, the supernatural is a medium that interferes with natural whenever we have reached a limit in our natural abilities so as i said if the supernatural helps you to be fruitful it is your responsibility as a natural man to build systems in place to sustain it by ensuring that the fruitfulness does not waste by multiplying it to refuse the health and you're having dominion I hope I've been able to communicate this um, few truths of mine about business by grace. So, the grace of God does not disqualify you or exclude you from making preparations like every other human being. I won't lie to you. I'm realizing it as I have worked more and more with God. That the grace of God places the man of hard work on your life. Hmm. There were days I labored to the point that, you know, my health failed me. Like, and I realized that it was not because of work, it was because I was working and I was not compensated with a degree of work. You know, there is a kind of fulfillment that comes with you being compensated to the degree of work you put in in life or more than the degree of work you put in life hmm. so and that's where i learned that you doing a lot of work and earning small compared to the effort you put in 
it can even it can even cause somebody to to become impoverished in the earth as in to even die literally on earth while living because it's like a bondage it's a vicious circle whereby you are you're putting in a lot of work you are earning less i think it's a cost actually see what i'm trying to make you see is that in this kingdom we need or we are created to have abundant mind abundant mindset you have the mind of christ and your mind that means that you can you can see how the bible described jesus as greater than solomon you know why solomon had you know assets or had access to treasury or accounts and all of that but jesus's case was that based it was like as the need arises he had it met which is the way the new testament believer is supposed to live their lives it is general to have abundance to have a um, surplus rather like you saw in the story that we heard after everyone was fed they still had like seven baskets that they gathered they did not let it waste and they put in a food bank and they moved probably to the next city that they would teach and I'm very sure they would share that food to those that would also come and listen to God's word or the disciples that are following him too will be eating as they are traveling my own point about this is that even the, the system of the church the architecture of the church always pays emphasis on do you notice that even the disciples of Jesus Christ they were never like the Levites the Levites in the Old Testament were required to receive tithes. That's why if you're a priest, if you don't do any work, you are deserving of a tithe. If your calling allows you to do business and participate in your call at the same time, I advise you to leave off what your business is offering you. Why do I say this? Read the stories of Paul, Peter shows that they had Andy work. They were doing something that they used to get money. They had see the miracle I mentioned in the previous broadcast that dropped last Sunday in Luke five that they had business partners. After Jesus called them, I have a strong feeling that that business did not die. They had partners that continued that business. That's how they had cash to be empowering ministry Jesus was probably the only one in full-time ministry the disciples were watching him but they were probably the one sourcing for food because they were the ones that and they had those who was the accountant in Judas that was receiving the offering any giving that they gave in church in services he wasn't teaching in the church so he was doing literally i i believe that if jesus was here in our world right now he would do what i'm doing he's teaching outside the four walls of the church 
to those that the church may have rejected or to those that the word of God did not have access to. This same scripture that we read earlier in Matthew 15, if you read up from the beginning, you realize that a lady had a daughter, uh, had a demon in her daughter, and Jesus was she was, she was pleading with him to visit the situation. And he was saying that he was sent to the Lordship of Israel, not Samaritans. But with her great faith, she said, even if it's the crumbs from the, from the table, she would accept it. Then Jesus looked at her that he has not he has not seen a great faith like this. And the child was healed by virtue of the faith of the mother. My point to you is this. No matter the limitations in your heart about your life, about your realities, about your business, about your experiences, every day you wake up, every day you're about to sleep, open your mind to fresher perspective from your creator. That is the essence of a relationship with God. The essence of a relationship with God is to renew your operating system every day to renew your mind, to be able to receive fresh insights of how to live better, how to make sound judgments, how to make sound decisions, and all of that. That's the essence of a relationship with God. So sometimes we pray fast. You don't know that if you stay in the mood of prayer, it will speak back to you. It's a dialogue. It's not a monologue. It's a dialogue. So after praying, even when you pray for, even when you pray, even when it doesn't speak immediately, it speaks at a later time. Maybe during the day, maybe after some days, you 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 will know the answer to your prayer when it comes. So our God is faithful. He can he can be trusted. I found Him to be true in my life. I found Him to be faithful. You know, I've been through the deepest. You know um, issues that I can't believe that I could come back from, and I will say this to you for free: that my strength is just God. I've seen heights of successes, and I've seen what it is for a man to be at their lowest, and I've seen what it means for a man to build back from nothing. And I can tell you one thing for sure. But if you lose everything you have today, there's only God you have left. If you have that God, you can rebuild everything you have lost. So God is a constant in your life. You need Him. I need Him. So, heads bowed and eyes closed. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that He grant us grace to do business by Your grace. You know. We should enjoy divine direction, divine instruction, guidance on top of the principles, the systems, and processes that we deploy in our businesses. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, help us to understand timings for ideas, help us to understand the right timing for innovations, help us to come in alignment to different seasons of businesses to understand what to do at different times of our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. The word of God says that the sons of Issachar understood the times. I asked 
God on your behalf. May you understand the times and what solutions you can you can offer our world for you to be highly rewarded as a business person. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I pray over you, over your family. If you are listening to me, I need a touch from God healing in your body. I pray that God touches you right now when you are listening to me. I pray that you experience this miracle right now in the name of Jesus Christ. If you are listening to me and you want to have a relationship with God, just say after me, Heavenly Father, I receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. And I ask God of heaven, help me to build and sustain a lifetime relationship with you such that I can, it shows in my mental capacity, my physiological capacity, my psychological capacity, it shows in my physical expressions of life in the mind name of Jesus Christ. So, after saying that you have received Jesus as, as Lord and Savior, may He guide you in every area of your life, in every aspect of your life. Even in the, you know, how do you learn to hear from God? You learn from the little things first. You act, you have conversations with Him. You ask Him about your day. You ask Him about any difficulty. How do you navigate these things? You know, whatever He tells you, you know, is He real of you testing or understanding how He informs you? Sometimes you converse with Him. It might be in a dream. You see clarity with clarity how to go about it. So it's important that you understand how God speaks to you. You understand how God communicates to you because trust me, your dialogue with God is your single most important resource for your survivor on the face of this earth as a as a person that trusts in the name of the Lord. Your dialogue with God is your single medium of survival in the midst of all circumstances. If that is not available, if you're not hearing from God and you're just praying. Is a futile exercise. So I leave you with these words. May you operate in dimensions of business that speaks to your uniqueness, that speaks to the unique deposit of God's treasures in your life. There are treasures in your earthen vessels that need to be expressed. I declare this release of these treasures into manifestation right now in the name of Jesus Christ. I may your mind be renewed on a daily basis. May you be able to affect our world for good with your business, with your ideas, in the mind, name of Jesus Christ. For in Jesus' name we pray. So thank you for joining me on today's broadcast. Same time next week and on Sunday, 8.30 a.m. Cheers. Have a wonderful weekend as well.